alone. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Good morning. It is 7.15 on The Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Uh, Vince Neal, just as he was about only about 10 pounds overweight. Still rocking. <laughs> that little chipmunk. <laughs> A little fat belly. Uh, I want to tell you about my friends at Zero Res. Are you familiar with Zero Res? I Spanish. Yes. I Spanish. <laughs> Spanish. Yes. I need you to get on the Zero Res for me. Done. You don't even know what I, I didn't I know, say. You idiot. I know. I got the powered water, and I'm going to wash it. No, no. I don't want you to oh. do it, you idiot. Um, I want Zeroist to come here if we can get him to come here this week because uh, I have Easter. Everybody's coming oh. over for Easter. Okay. What do you What do you do for Easter? What do I do? Yeah. I was actually going to go see my grandparents in uh, Brainton because uh, they're really, really old, and Nerd I want to see them. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's sad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been an interesting couple of years. I uh, was just telling Joe. Well, Joe didn't have to hear, but I got. I had to go. I called my mom one Saturday morning, right? And maybe within two minutes of talking to her, she started crying, telling uh, me I need to go see my grandparents. Because yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, all right. Well, way to bring down my zeros, but yeah, sorry. Um, well, let's just say your grandparents died in the. And house then you got to clean it out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, they might get to the point where they do a murder suicide. You don't know. What you know, doing. if they're lucky. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, Easter is. On Sunday, and everybody's coming to my house, and I need to have, I, for the first time, I need to have some uh, tile cleaned. What do they call it? That's what a marble tile, whatever I have in the front of my house. I need to have that cleaned because my grout is starting to turn different shades. And uh, also, I'm going to try, for the first time, having my upholstery cleaned because I have white chairs in my living room that I notice are getting a little brown on the arms. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to call Zero Res and have them come out and use their powered water. That's the best thing about it is... They come out, they clean it with just the powered water. They get it super insanely clean. I know this because they've done everything else in my house. They've done rugs. They've done other uh, tile areas before. Um, but they come out there and they use the water. And then when they're done, because there's no chemicals in there, there's nothing to attract the dirt. There's nothing to keep it wet. It just looks insanely clean. And then it's all dry. And then they have beautiful furniture. And they can get in there and they could do it all. Uh, they could do your, your tile, your grout. Your uh, carpets, your your uh, throw carpets, whatever you have, whatever flat surface, they can come out there and clean it. So don't wait. Call them today, and you'll get 20% off all cleaning services this month only if you mention me and mention the Mike Calta Show. 813-375-9960. That's 813-375-9960 or ZeroResTampaBay.com. Tell them you heard about it on the Mike Calta Show. It is time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. With Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. What? What's going on? <laughs> I just looked up at the TV and it says Florida teens rescued from slingshot ride. And they got no. two cranes up on there. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Is that Orlando? Yeah, it's right on I Drive. Oh, thanks. I think they shut them all down across the state now to for new regulations. Aw, that is not look. Um, I'm surprised we don't hear more stories about kick it slingshot ends up in Universal Studios. <laughs> you know? uh, 
I just don't like those. Eventually, just the science and that's going to show you that those are going to break down, yeah. and oh, that's yeah. not good. But. You just cut the uh, rubber band, oh. right? Yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying. What if the rubber band snaps, and the kid goes, you know, he's on iDrive, and next thing you know, he lands somewhere in the world of tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. 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 I don't like that at all. <laughs> all right, what do we have in news? Uh, today's news brought to you by Pelt Shoes. They have seven locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsborough, Sarasota, and Fort Myers. Whatever you're looking for, they got them. They've got, uh, you know, for every activity, they have casual shoes, they have boots, they have sandals. For men, women, kids. Also, make sure when you stop in there, you whisper my name, Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. So no injuries were reported as a suspect is in custody after an active shooter situation closed down a portion of Everglades National Park on Sunday night, prompting authorities to issue a shelter-in-place order for residents of Flamingo, Florida. Park visitors uh, called rangers to complain about a domestic violence uh, incident occurring at the park, and as the rangers spoke with the suspect, he shot at them and then fled. The manhunt lasted roughly one hour, but they have the guy in custody. No injuries reported, so that's good news. I mean, are we all not surprised that there's a Flamingo, Florida? Flamingo, Florida? Are you surprised at that? No. I'm just saying that. I just assumed there was a Flamingo, Florida. That's true. Right? Just everybody has a pink flamingo out in their front yard. <laughs> uh, this is an interesting story. Texas, Texas COVID-19 cases and uh, hospitalizations continue to see a downward trend more than two weeks after the state scrapped its mask mandate and allowed businesses to reopen at full capacity. On Saturday, Texas' seven-day COVID positivity rate reached an all-time low of 5.27%, while hospitalizations fell to their lowest level since October. That's according to the latest state data. The state recorded 2,292 new coronavirus cases, about 500 fewer on average from last week, and uh, 107 new deaths. Good. So so it's actually going down now that they said we don't have to wear masks and everything's open. Well, I think it also you have to take into consideration a lot more people are getting the uh, vaccination. A lot of people sure. have had it already, so mm-hmm. they're you know not getting it because we've got so many people had it have antibodies now. So you know, hopefully, this is the downturn that we've all been waiting for. I always wondered though how many what the number of people getting tested is because if that's going down, then that would explain why the number of cases yeah. is on a downward trend. I, I think a lot of people now are not going to get tested. When I agree. Get symptoms right away. Yeah, just riding it out. And and I mean, I know that we've kind of touched on it before about how a lot of those tests have false positives, anyways. Yeah. But like you know, like you said, Gio, yeah, if people aren't going to get tested, then of course you're going to have a downward. Because I mean, the the number of deaths seem to be on a downward trend also, which is great. Yeah, I I don't, you know, outside of Pete, Pete's been the most drastic case I know, and then everybody else I know that got it that died was very elderly. Yeah. So, um, you know, but now at this point, I think that people will probably be less likely to run out and get tested because of the vaccine. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, By the way, so um, I, they lowered the age of the vaccine to 40, but I can't find a place. I went to the vaccine finder and... I don't know. I feel like God's telling me not to go get the vaccine. Maybe right not. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although my wife got the first shot and she was fine. Well, I did see a thing over the weekend that they were talking. The Biden administration was talking about having uh, vaccine passports yeah. for people so that you could just show if it's mandatory for whatever you can show that you were vaccinated. And I said to my wife, I go, hey, 
I don't know what this means, but if we have to have this to travel, we may yeah. have to get because I'm not looking to get it right now. But right, who knows? You want to get it out of the way? That's kind of what yeah. I was thinking too. Um, and and also health wise, my wife had no complication, no symptoms or anything. Her arm was a little sore. The That's next good day. news. Yeah, I, and my wife's a big baby, and I watched him stab her arm with that big ass needle, and I was like, yeah, yeah she didn't even flinch. Yeah, my dad got it a while back whenever, you know, obviously people, whatever, 70 or over, 80 over, he's 89, he got the two shots, and he said, nothing, totally fine. Yeah. The governor is 89? 89. Looks great. Yeah, turned 89 in uh, February. Yeah, the only conspiracy theory stuff that I see on the vaccine right now is that it's just going to sterilize people. But, I mean, they, they've been saying that, that for too. about vaccines for years. Yeah, I'm good with that. I don't even have any more. Uh, yeah. I don't even have any more of these little babies. <laughs> yeah. uh, so babies. I do, but I, I, can't, yeah. I can't be 50-something years old and end up with a baby. So I'm going to have to freeze my stuff before I get the vaccine so I get, don't take any chances, you know? Well, Chad will sleep over and <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, Perfect. Uh, baby's uh, born I'm with covered. no eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell uh, if he's happy or mad. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, Chad, welcome to the family. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Now, yeah. uh, Tampa Bay has a new multi-millionaire. Only one person won Saturday night's 238 million Powerball jackpot. And the winning ticket was sold at a public store in Lutz. Uh, the jackpot size was 238 million. The cash option payout is 160 million. The next jackpot prize uh, falls to 20 million. Oh, only 20 million. Uh, that'll be happening on Wednesday, March 31st. The drawing. So, uh, congratulations. I don't know if that person has come forward yet. I uh, have gotten a hundred texts yesterday of people with sending me that story and wondering if it was me. Mm-hmm. I can't comment on it, but I will say I bought a new golf cart. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I have to leave a little early today on the show. I have a doctor's appointment. It's a long drive to Tallahassee. So, yeah, I texted everybody on Saturday, and I said, hey, I just a heads up. I have to leave a couple events early tomorrow. And Galvin goes, are you going to Tallahassee? Did I tell you how funny and smart you are? <laughs> I uh, wish. I wish it was me. $160 million sure would be nice. Yeah, that would be yeah. that would be very nice. Yep. You know what's so funny is I did not play the Powerball, and I'm like, God, come on. Oh, that yeah. totally, I could have got, uh, I'm not. I was in that public yesterday, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Son of a bee. Yep. That feeling when you find out you've actually, that's got to be oh unlike oh. anything else. I don't know. I don't know how I would feel. Like, I don't know if it would sink in right away. I don't no think way. it would. I yeah, think you yeah. would just keep on reading it over and having people yeah. make sure. And I think, uh, you know, my hands would be shaking holding the ticket. And then I'd be like, do we laminate it? What do we do? What Put it years, in a briefcase. Years and years ago, I got a bad news phone call. And when I got the phone call, I, I, com- I almost, like, fainted from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the bad news. And I was like, I saw the room spinning, and I was like, what? And uh, Was it when they made Spanish full-time? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, that, that thing, that kind of if, is the feeling I think I would get yeah. if they said you are now worth $160 million. Yeah, just be so overwhelming. That's generational wealth. That's yeah. not just right. like, I have a great or, or are you like... Um, uh, you're like, oh, like, does it not sink in? So you're like, oh, well, all right, let's go to Vegas. Yeah. You know, you don't realize exactly what that is. All I know is if I had $160 million, I will pay for a meal that makes his eating out. Oh. <laughs> he might let me pay for one. Uh, well, speaking of winning money, guess what's back? The bone bonus. Oh. Woo! Bone bonus is back, so make sure you're listening. Uh, 8, 10, noon, 2, and 5. 
Uh, we will uh, give you a, a word. You're going to text that keyword to the number that we give you, and you could win yourself $1,000. So the first one will be coming up this morning in 33 minutes. Don't forget. Nobody forget. Everybody. I have my alarm right. set. I literally have my alarm set, so if you hear my alarm go off, we know. Because I already it's forgot. time to do it. Oh, <laughs> dude, I totally forgot. I actually came in this morning, and I saw uh, the thing in my email, and I went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to do that. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners will let us know if we forget. Yeah. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Spanish's stupid friend Dovin didn't play. Yes, oh, I did, oh, idiot. I'm sorry, I'm Go sorry to your mustache that. dinner. Uh, <laughs> according to ESPN, the NFL will announce that it is expected to expand the regular season to 17 games in 2021. In February, the Washington Post reported that the league was considering the change, which included changing the number of preseason games from four to three. The NFL owners will vote on the new schedule uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, when the league last made a change to its regular season schedule, it moved from 14 to 16 games. It also cut down preseason, preseason games from six to four. So now we're going to be getting less. We'll have three preseason games and 17 regular season games. Wow, I'm I'm very excited about that. I wish they could start it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm so ready. Sundays are just so boring around football. I don't think most. I, I don't think the players are excited about it. Yeah, I saw, like, I saw a lot of that. Alvin Kamara was like, "This is stupid," and you know, really, you like playing all those preseason games? Well, I I don't think nothing. I don't think they like because usually that fourth game, your starters don't even play. Right, it's kind of a throwaway game. But I mean, now though, like all the records are going to be altered because you've got extra games to run up stats yeah, and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. it's going to be like posted. This was the record when there were sixteen games, as opposed to the record when there were seventeen games and stuff. So, I like it. Yeah, it's good for me. If it's more football for us, yeah, hurt your body. Do it exactly. Uh, if you have not heard that uh, there's a cargo ship still blocking the Suez Canal, uh, it's been there for six days now and caused at least how much money in worth of delays? Oh, I mean, just that, just that ship alone has all those containers on it. I, I couldn't even imagine. It's blocking people. Yeah, blocking people getting through. It has caused at least fifty billion dollars oh, yeah. in delays. Billion. Yeah. Uh, one of those delays is. Adult toys. Oh, yeah! A giant European adult toy company says that they're losing millions of dollars because they've uh, got twenty entire shipping containers full of products that they can't get through the canal. Uh, basically, they sold uh, through most of their inventory during Valentine's Day, and they're expecting to get their new supply. But now everything's weeks behind. Uh, they're considering doing what several other companies are doing, rerouting their ship around the south end of Africa, but that can add a week to the uh, shipping and a ton of extra costs and stuff. But we do have an update. The 1,312-foot-long ship has been uh, that's been blocking the canal uh, was partially shifted this morning. It happened at 4.30 their time. Uh, after a uh, report by the AFP said the ship has uh, since started moving away from the western bank, it's not clear uh, when the canal will be ready for passage again. If you want to check it out, you can actually go to isthestipstillstock.com. <laughs> what? Isthestipstillstock.com. I guess it gives you updates and information. Or just a guy go, go yep. Yep. Still stuck. Still stuck. Uh, I, I was watching them this morning trying to push it out with the bulldozer. Oh. using. That's great. If you're the captain, I imagine you're getting numerous death threats from some of these companies or people uh, that are losing millions of dollars. Yeah. Well, think about all those other ones that have to go now around. Oh. Through the, uh, I'm your captain now. Could <laughs> you captain imagine 
being the captain of that, it's 1,312 feet long. The no. ship is. Yeah, no. I mean, you make, uh, like, I couldn't imagine going around in that <laughs> yeah. thing. So uh, I went to isthisshipstillstuck.com. Yeah. And it says, is that ship still stuck? And the answer right now, sort of. I told you, For five days, 18 hours, and two minutes, it's been floating for a bit for seven hours and 49 minutes. It has cost us $58 billion so far. Oh, my God. Uh, The UFC has a new heavyweight champion of the world, and he may may very well be the newest, uh, baddest man on the planet. Uh, Francis Ngannou demolished Stipe Miocic uh, with a second-round KO in the main event of UFC 260. We have some video up on Bone TV. This is a shot to the face that you do not want because they said him hitting you has the power of a Ford Escort going at full power. For those of you who can't see it, he hit him in the face so hard that he fell backwards and his feet just, he just was unconscious. Yeah, he yeah. folds. He, he yeah. fell backwards and his feet were underneath him, bending back the other way when he fell. It was unbelievable. Yeah, the end came when uh, Nganu uh, beat Miocic uh, backwards at the knees with a devastating left hand before putting the uh, finishing uh, thud on the championship. Uh, to win it with a brutal hammer fist, proper, prompting uh, referee Herb Dean to come and end it to save uh, Stipe. You know, I, I will tell you that earlier um, uh, Sugar Sean fought with the rainbow hair. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> That was unbelievable. Well, the, now, real quick, he... Well, so he fought and he won, and he is pushing undefeated merchandise on... Instagram. He has he, he wears rainbow uh, braids in his hair, and he's got rainbow. He's got tattoos and all this stuff. And then uh, he's got a shirt that says "Undefeated in Rainbow" that he started pushing immediately after the fight. But he's not undefeated. I remember the last time he fought, he lost. I remember we talked about it on the show. You say Galvin, you weren't that familiar with him. Yeah, he's thirteen and, and one. Yeah, so he's not undefeated. Yeah. How is he selling undefeated merchandise? Um, I don't know. I thought it was something I didn't understand, and I wanted to write, but you're not. Undefeated, I thought I will just be one of those other morons. So anyway, he fought and he knocked the guy down. There's a difference between knocking guy down from force and knocking guy down that you hit him so hard that he just loses his legs. He hit a guy into the into the cage and then he stopped. Now you see a lot of times when they knock him down and they jump on him and start beating their faces in just till they call the fight. Well, he stopped and then the ref was like, "Still fight." And he went over there and started hitting the guy, and the guy was able to get up. And then it happened again, and the guy was able to get up because this guy is like, I already beat him. He's down, and he can't do anything, but I don't, but I don't want to jump on top of him and beat his face. And then finally, he hit the guy. The guy fell dead center in the ring. He was out cold, and he went over and went, bam, and punched him in the face just to seal the deal. Those are the worst ones. Those are oh, the worst. Man, yeah. They should have never let that happen. I that agree. guy was out cold. Even in the Nagano fight, he, he's out down, and he's got yeah. one last monster hammer punch yeah. well, coming down. But the problem is that Stipe, always, he keeps getting up. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? So you got to make sure he was out. This guy in that fight was knocked down two times just where he didn't even know where he yeah. was. And they should have just called that to be safe. But I mean, you know, I'm not a referee, but it's just from my point of view, I felt like that guy on the that guy was laying on his back with his hands at his side, and he had to go over and punch him one more time in the right. face mm-hmm. in order for them to stop the fight. And I thought that was a little ridiculous. Now they did let in people for this fight. They had um, 
Machine Gun Kelly was there with the hottest girl in the world, Megan Fox. Yeah. Oh, my God, she's getting hotter. Yeah, she's unbelievable. And she made him look good. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Travis Barker is dating a Kardashian now. That's right, mm-hmm. Courtney. Now, yeah. what does that mean when they're eating lollipops? Is that a drug thing? <laughs> I don't know. It could be. It could be a marijuana lollipops. Well, back in the day... When I would hang out with people that were eating lollipops because they were all in ecstasy. Yeah. So I don't know if that was – they didn't look like they were in ecstasy. Though. Maybe. If they're drinking a lot of water and sweating and he's sucking on a lollipop, that's ecstasy time. All reasons why I don't want to take ecstasy. Yeah, well, I, mean, that's I like so bad. lollipops, but I don't want to sweat. I mean, I wouldn't want to go to a UFC fight on ecstasy. That does no. not seem like it makes a pleasure. You want to, yeah. It usually makes you want to have a sleepover. <laughs> I don't want to start rubbing all the sweaty guys. Yeah, that's what I'm there. saying. Yeah. You get sprayed with blood, and you're like, this is the best ever, and really puddle, you just puddle. got hepatitis. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, those are only four celebrities, although I did hear Joe Rogan say that Paul Anka was there also. Uh, uh, Nick, a guy I know from Caesar's Palace, was there. <laughs> there was a bunch of people there. I don't know how they got in. I know Nick is... Dana White's VIP guy, so that's, that's probably cool. how he got in. Yeah, so it was interesting, um, you know, slowly opening things up. Well, they got the fight coming up in Jacksonville, and it sold out in like 10 minutes. Oh, sure. Yeah, the whole I don't thing. Know, what's the capacity? Is it full capacity? I think they went full capacity. Wow. It's, I think it's like 20,000 people. Wow. Yeah. Still not enough for me to drive to Jacksonville. No, no. We did it, guys. We beat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over over. In yeah. Florida. Texas did it, in too. Texas. Yeah. Texas, it's over. Yeah. Uh, so Jacob Jordan and Robert Lee are both waiters who do the graveyard shift at a Denny's in Arkansas. Oh, last, where's your life? Last week, they both had a table waiting on a plate of chicken tenders. The cooks put out one plate, and Jacob and Robert got into a fight over whose table was going to get those chicken wings. Those are That's good waiters right there. They're like, mine, got it. They're trying to get the table faster than the other one. Sure, well, they, uh, want that, they want that bad middle-of-the-night tip. <laughs> Uh, eventually, they started throwing punches, and the cops came. And when the cops uh, ran their IDs, they found out that both guys had lots of outstanding warrants. <laughs> yeah, so both guys were arrested for battery, and now they're going to be facing all these other charges that they had outstanding warrants for. Denny's, our waiters have warrants. <laughs> not, not doing background checks at Denny's, are they? Nah, they're like, hey, man, you want to work at Denny's? We're happy for you to be here. Yeah. Come <laughs> on in. Uh, An employee at a Goodwill in Oklahoma found some cash in uh, some old sweaters donated by mistake, apparently. How much cash do you think? I've I've given, uh, like, shorts to my dad. I was like, hey, here's some shorts if you want these, whatever. And he's like, do I get to keep the 60 bucks in the pocket? I'm like, what? How much cash do you think they found in uh, some sweaters at this Oklahoma Goodwill? $300. $300. $1,000. $12,000. $12,000. $60. Sixty dollars? Yes. It was mine. That was, that was like uh they found forty two thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, in some sweaters that were donated by mistake. The girl said that uh she made sure that the person got it back. Her name is uh Andrea Lessing and she said that she's a big believer in karma. Here uh, is some of the goodwill employees and uh her talking about the situation. Just from working here for about a month and a half, there are a lot of weird things that have been donated. There was just stacks of just envelopes and it just contained $100 bills. I have a daughter, can't put a price on my daughter, and I know what could be risked stealing that money, and I do believe in karma. They asked us if we would give you $1,000 that came out of that money and give that back to you. We all agree with your comments on karma. It comes right back. So she got a thousand dollars. They, you think that's a good enough reward? You get uh, forty-two thousand that you could have lost, and she finds it, and you give her a thousand dollars. She's crying over no. that. A thousand bucks. Yeah, she's she really working at a goodwill in Oklahoma. A thousand dollars is probably a lot of money. 
Yeah. At least four thousand dollars. Yeah, you want to go ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was good. I think it was sufficient. She, I mean, she should have just kept the money. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they gave her anything is good. A thousand dollars is nice. The karma. The car. She's talking about karma. The. I believe the universe works the same. If it delivered you forty-two grand, it wants you to have it. Right. Yeah. Look, I, I. That's how my goal. If somebody says, "How rich do you want to be?" I want to go. I want to be so rich that I have forty-two grand in laundry that I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's always amazing whenever you hear somebody left a, uh, oh you know, gosh. a thing in the cab and it had $83,000. Like, oh. were you going to buy a yacht? What are you doing? <laughs> and it had to be all in cash? Why are you traveling around with that much cash? That's weird. Uh, speaking of cash, here's a job for you if you're like, I don't really know what to do, whatever, and you want to uh, make some serious money and seems like it'd be a pretty cool job. Auditors at OpenTheBooks.com found that lifeguards are making a fortune in Life Los guards. Angeles County. Yeah. Seven lifeguards made more than $300,000, and 82 lifeguards have a total earning that exceeds $200,000 in 2019. That's the latest year available. The one guy, this guy named Fernando Boutte, was the most highly paid and earned $391,971 a year. What? As the acting chief lifeguard. Yeah, so he earned, uh, he out earned a thousand of his peers. He had a normal base salary of $205,000, perks of $60,000, and benefits of $125,000. The second highest, this guy pulled in, uh, let's see, a base of $140,000 and then had $131,000 in overtime pay. With another $21,000 in other pay. I don't know what and, that is. And mixing abs. Yeah, right? Yeah. And banging a bunch of chicks that come to the beach. Yeah. And stuff, yeah. So there's a ton of them that are making... Uh, now, granted, these guys may be lifeguards for their entire life. They started when they are 14 and they're, you know, in their 30s now. I don't know if you can just walk out there and be like, hey, I'm going to be a lifeguard and make 300000 But... Pretty cool. I mean, uh, it's not a uh, not a bad job, although people could die. I guess. You know what would have been a good lifeguard? A squint. <laughs> Squints Pelidors? Yeah. Mm. I mean, started so young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Wendy Peppercorn certainly wasn't doing a very uh, good job. Uh, she was, I'll tell you, she was a piece. <laughs> I watched a movie last night that we've all seen, that I have seen easily 300 times. For the first time, it made me tear up a little bit. And I'm not an easy crier. And uh, I'm afraid to say it out of embarrassment, which means oh. I definitely have to tell you what it is. Oh. I uh, teared up at a movie last night. Do you want to guess what it was? The Last Jedi. <sighs> no. Saving oh. Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan made me cry in the movie theater. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, but it was not Shawshank. No, but Galvin, it is a movie that I've seen with great frequency. Not, not along the same caliber, but it is a very popular movie. A Few Good Men. No, that uh, thing you do. I don't know what would make me cry in a few good men, but I it's some you know. No, not that thing you do. It's it's uh, gonna you're gonna be like, what were you watching that? Midnight run. Before? No, <laughs> I will just tell you, uh, it was Dirty Dancing. Oh, great movie! Wow. Well, it's a great movie, Carmen. Sure, um, but it, it was. I watched it and saw it for last night from a different perspective for the first time. And it made me tear up when uh, Baby has the conversation with her father. And she's like, when her father found out that she was with, uh, what's his Johnny? 
in the room and he knew he couldn't have stolen the wallet because she was with him and he had to she had to confess in front oh. of her father. And the father was upset, and then the next day she went and cried, and she left, and the father cried, and I, then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I have a daughter now. <laughs> I went, what is wrong with me? I went, what is wrong with you have me? have a heart now. I have too much estrogen in this body. <laughs> yeah, I, now I have a heart. You have a heart I, now. I found a heart. But you said, I mean, uh, but I watched uh, a lot of that movie. What a good movie that was. It is a good movie. Because it was so, it was so different. Than everything else, it's so corny but so great still at the great. same time. Yeah, you want to you want me to tell you something? Yeah, never seen it. You're you missed out, buddy. Yeah, never seen. I've seen like parts of it and I get the gist and you know it's good. Gets maybe in the corner and I too. Wait, give me an idea of what you think it is about. Uh, you know, she's uh, rich and goes there and he works there and no oh, the wrong side of the tracks and they get together and they're not supposed to be together and nobody likes it and then they dance and everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> It's a little bit more than that. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, sure. It, this is from uh, what I That know. was great. This yeah, is mean from I, commercials. And uh, they they that, dance and everybody's happy. Right, yeah. That is a basic... <laughs> That is the basic structure of the movie, but the uh, the details from there for you know the the there's a, a crime going on that you're unaware of. Yeah. There's a lot of um, a lot of classism. Uh, you know, certainly a lot of classism. There's a lot of um, uh, wives cheating on their husbands. Yeah. There's there's prostitution. Mm-hmm. There's abortions. Mm-hmm. There's uh, they show them. Yeah. There's a lot. There's blood. Oh, it's like Footloose on. for adults. It, uh, it's the ba- it's way better than Footloose. Does yeah. the baby dance? Uh, it danced, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, maybe yeah. he's not dancing anymore. Yeah. Um, anyway, the sister, I thought was a great character, because she was so awful. It's good, Gowan. Boy, you should watch it. Yeah. Boy, you should watch it. Boy, you, you should watch it. It's it's good if you watch uh, Roadhouse and then immediately watch Dirty Dancing oh, right after. Pre-nose job, Jennifer Grey, too. Hot. Yeah. Very so hot. hot. Better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Way better, and she does that sexy kind of shy thing with her eyes. Oh, Show us. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it either. Oh, come oh it's on. good. What? Patrick Swayze's softer side. Gio, Gio, do you want to have a sleepover? We'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a Patrick Swayze Fungo Pop, I would put it in the yeah. in the icon section. In the icon, yeah. wow. Yeah, oh, it's iconic. Uh, so what age do you think you were whenever you had your drink that you drink, like alcoholic drink? You know I don't what I mean? Have one. Like you go out and you have this, that, you try a few different things, and you go, you know what? This is my drink. This is what I'm having. I don't have one. I, you know, I drank an old fashioned the other night, but normally I'm just a Budweiser guy. I don't really have, but I mean, that started young, right? When I was able to start drinking, because that was a cool thing to drink. But drink wise, I don't really have a solid one. Like even you, you were drinking kettle the other night. I get. I was just thinking, man. I don't think I have like a solid drink that I drink, but I do know at around twenty-seven is when I just started drinking alcohol straight up on the rocks. I like a martini oh every once in a while. There yeah. was a point in my life I was drinking Patron on the rocks. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Geo, do you have one or no? Um, I'm trying to think. It, it probably. If, if I'm thinking back. It depended where I was in my life monetarily because if it's like I didn't have a lot of money, I would be drinking like cheap beer, mm-hmm. treat, 
cheap alcohol. Yeah. Right, but whenever you had, you know, you're like, this is my yeah, drink. Probably like my mid 20s, I just started drinking straight whiskey yeah. with, on the rocks and Ooh. stuff. Yeah. Uh, according to a new survey, the average age when someone graduates to actually appreciating quality booze and having their drink is 27. So you're right, oh, you fit right in yeah. there. Uh, the survey also found four out of five people have their drink, and it takes us an average of three years to figure out what that is. The three cocktails that the people uh, think are most sophisticated are martinis, Manhattans, and old fashions. Uh, and they say the worst drink to order on a date is a Long Island iced tea. 22% <laughs> of people say that gives them a bad impression. Uh, it is kind of your uh, poor man's cocktail. Well, it's, I want to get wasted. Yeah. yeah. Put a bunch of alcohol in a glass. I'm going to get hammered. Yeah. Let's go. Party on. I used to love the people that would come up and order a uh, all-premium Long Island. Ooh. So you'd have, like, Absolute Vodka, Jose Cuervo Tequila, uh, Tangeray Gin. And I'm like, uh, you're an idiot. You're just uh, wasting money yeah. because it's all mixed together. Yeah, so you might yeah. as well just get the well stuff and do it. You know, Oof. and, of course, that Long Island oh. winds up costing them, like, $38 oh. or more, probably. Does it help for headaches? <sighs> Not really, because if you're drinking that much alcohol, you're going to have a headache regardless. Yeah. I get what you're saying because of the stuff. But really, to be honest with you, it, uh, you know, it's like water. You can drink tap water. You can drink bottled water. It's not that much, much of a difference. And nowadays, even the well stuff, the well brands, they're so filtered and done well that, you know, it's not, it's not bad for you. It's not that much of a difference. If, if I drink like a, um, like a Stoli. Or uh, Evan Williams. Uh, yeah. Like, I know my head. I can feel it hurting as I'm yeah. drinking. So. But Stoli's a premium vodka. <sighs> not, maybe not Stoli. Stolichnaya. Yeah. Maybe that's not what I'm thinking of. If I drink... Crystal the, Palace. Skull. <laughs> no. Yeah, Skull. There, there's like a, there's like a common bottle of vodka. I'm going to say it was Stoli. One of the ones if I drink... Sky. No, yeah, like Sky or Absolute. something like that. Um, no, if I drink Absolute, I'm okay. Yeah. But if you drink something, I feel in the back of my head immediately, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, there I are do. ones that are way more filtered and premium yeah. and done this and that, but I, you know. I, I, I have another confession to make, uh, Alvin. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, in addition <laughs> oh. to crying and dirty dancing. Uh, I And I couldn't remember. There was another movie that I was going to say that I watched that I liked that I knew you were going to absolutely hate. And I couldn't remember what it was, and I just checked my phone. I wrote it down so that I wouldn't forget. Now let me let me start by saying, this I hate the character, but that's part of it's part of the movie. Okay, it's part of the movie being good. Mm -hmm. The it's so it's such a weird movie, but it's so it's so good. Like I can't stop watching it when it's on. Spring Breakers. Oh, oh man, I, I, I like it. Spring Breakers. Oh yeah, I thought that was a good movie. All right, we sleepover, sleepover. Yeah. Oh. Spring Breakers with, uh, with James, James Franco. Franco. So yeah, weird, I, I love James Franco. I think he's one of the best actors. He's great in stuff because he's yeah. great in like serious stuff. He's great in comedies. Yeah. yeah, I think I didn't like that just because I don't like that Tommy guy, whatever that he played in. Yeah, the worst movie well, ever. Just, oh, the the room or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. See, I thought that movie was good. Oh, the, I it, thought he did a good job of it and stuff. That guy, I just want to punch in the face. Yeah, though. no, I agree with Tommy you. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Yes. When uh, I watched Spring Breakers again the other night. And there's so many good scenes in that movie, but when he's outside playing the piano, <laughs> playing the Britney Spears song, yeah. it's so awesome. I was like, yeah. this movie's great. It is. And I love it, and I think Calvin's going to hate that I love it. Yeah. But I'm glad you like it. Dude, the right. sex scene where he's they're putting the gun in his mouth oh, yeah. is might be it one of the weirdest. It just shows you how good he is. Yeah. Though. 
because he can't stop watching. But God, is it so good! Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, Carmen is good. Really? And it's yeah. filmed. It was filmed. Yeah, Saint Pete. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff in Saint Pete. Yeah, it's yeah. worth watching, Carmen. It's yeah. a weird, weird movie. I Super weird. Chad will not like it. No. <laughs> no. It was basically uh, Selena Gomez in a bikini. I said, "Yeah, I'll watch it." Yeah. No, yeah. I'll check it's it out. Selena Gomez and Vanessa Hutchins yeah. and the yeah. other girl. Yeah. I mean, they're all gorgeous, but they're all gangsters. So yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty badass. Carmen, you'll love it. It's right, right up your alley. It's about girls who want to go to spring break, and they don't have the money, so they rob a restaurant to get the money, and then they become full-on gangsters. Scotland's yeah. okay. Don't forget, she's 30 now, so. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I don't like movies now that know. I'm 30. Like, <laughs> Is that what you're like old Carmen would like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean younger Carmen. Yeah. It's in HD, I'll tell you that. I'll like watch you it. and your sister probably thought about doing something like this before. Okay. <laughs> like, maybe not robbing a restaurant, but you were like, we could totally bring these guys back, get yeah. them drunk, and then steal their money. <laughs> right. Now when you watch it, you'll be like, oh, those crazy kids. Look at right. them. Oh, good time. Good old days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, now you feel bad for them like I do. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Carmen's going to be like, they need a good talking to. Yeah. <laughs> bad decisions. <laughs> these kids. These. Oh, gosh. Uh, so Oscar Meyer just announced that they're going to be giving out shoelaces that smell like bacon. No. Yeah, the shoelaces also actually look like a strip of bacon. We have a picture up on Moan TV there. If you're interested, you can enter by tweeting the hashtag, uh, hashtag OscarCookMyKicks and hashtag Sweepstakes by the end of the day on uh, Thursday, April 1st. 1,500 people will get some bacon shoelaces. I mean, who's doing it? Who's, who's making this a thing? Oscar he- Meyer is. No, I mean, but, but who's buying them and getting them and wanting them? It's like, oh, I no, imagine they're, the Gen they're, Z people. Yeah, you know? it's, a, it's a freebie. It's like a promotional thing. Yeah, idiots like Spanish and his friends. <laughs> yeah, we're millennials, though, so we don't really do stuff like this. Right. We're all in our 30s now, so yeah. we don't really have bacon shoelaces. I just imagine if you have a dog and you get these shoelaces, you're just basically letting your dog chew up your shoes. So is that the new uh, new kids or Gen Z? Yeah. Because we're Gen X. Me and Mike are Gen X. Right. Yeah. I don't know, Gio, where do you fall? Gen Y, I guess. Is that right? I think I'm, I'm right right on the line of millennial like, and like labels. Gen Y. Hmm. Well, Gen, Gen uh, Z is born between 97 and 2012. Hmm. I am a General Sal. <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel like I'm right You're on Gen the line. X, right? What's yeah. Gen Y? Uh, oh, Gen was, Y... The Gen Y age range is born between 1981 and 1994. I was born That's 80. millennials or uh, Gen Y. So you, I was okay, 87, so, you're so I'm a millennial. Eight, you're 80, Gio? Then you may be Gen X as well. Yeah. What's uh, yeah. Gen X? That's, Let me tell uh, you in one second. 70 to something. Tell you. It sucks when we have to fill out an application and they ask for the year that you're born. You have to keep scrolling and scrolling yeah. and scrolling to find the year. That's Gen cool. X is born between 1965 and 1979 or 1980. Oh, there you go. See, I'm like right there in the middle. Yeah. yeah. I was almost born in the 60s. Yeah. Oh. I'm old. Born in the, you were born in the 50s. Well, I was born in the 30s. I'm Generation B. <laughs> <laughs> it was caveman, uh, then you. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Uh, so Prince William has been named the sexiest bald man in the world. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, no. That's based on how often he's described as sexy online. So Prince William, number one, followed by... Jason Mike, Statham. Oh. Mike Tyson. Jason Statham actually comes in number three. All right. Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, Dale, <laughs> and then uh, Michael Jordan. So Prince William, sexier than Jason Statham. Okay. Wise. I have made no bones about 
when I find a guy to be sexy, I will tell you right out of the gate if he's sexy or not. Prince William, when he was younger and he had hair, was a sexy prince. His redheaded brother, um, sexy in a way that he's not handsome traditionally, not just because of the red hair, but he's just kind of nerdy. But he is tough. He went in the army. He was. He's kind of like built. He's like. I'm taking my uh, my girlfriend, and we're leaving the queen. So he's kind of attractive to girls, but um, now Prince William just looks like an old retired Peyton Manning. He's yes. not sexy at all. No. Yeah, There's if I could describe him. him with a sound, it would be. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Totally nailed Dude. it. Dude. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Oh, man. That is, that is not a, uh, that is not a good looking man. It's, no. it's like he's miserable. Like he, he, like you could tell he had potential to be sexy and now he's married and he has kids and his wife always yells at him. And let yeah. it go. You're bald. Like stop mm. trying to have the little bit of wisp hair. What there is the, that? Why do people do thing? that? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Shave it. Or- right. Get a you just wear your crown all the time. You're a prince, yeah. Like wow. <laughs> Prince William in his twenties, very handsome. Yeah. He could have been a model easily. Right. But that's because um his what he looks just like his mother. Yeah. yeah. And then and then the other brother, the red headed brother <laughs> Harry looks is unfortunate. just like his mother's boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so Joe Exotic, speaking of royalty, Tiger King. <laughs> Uh, Joe Exotic and his husband, Dylan Passage, are getting divorced. But maybe not right away. Joe says they're in no hurry to make it official. And uh, Joe's nemesis, Jeff Lowe, had a stroke. He thinks it may have been caused by someone spiking his drink. I hope so. That's weird. Uh, He's garbage. Yeah, because don't, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't they both accused of killing tigers? Yeah, Exo- uh, Joe Exotic and Jeff Lowe, yeah, right? And, yeah, and they were you know doing terrible stuff with the Tiger Cubs, letting yeah. people okay, like he was letting people come to a Vegas uh, like suite and, and play band. around with them yeah. and stuff. It's and- so funny how those documentaries work because all I can remember is Joe Exotic and that Doc Ansel guy yeah. being like the main perverts with tigers, so to speak. But I don't remember any of this stuff about Jeff Lowe for some reason. But I know yeah. he was also a scumbag. Yeah, yeah he's garbage, too. Yeah, right. So, good for him. Uh, yeah. He's the one that had all the hot girls, right? That's him, yeah. right, Jeff yeah. Lowe? Yeah. yeah. He wore those uh, Ed Hardy man, stuff. Old man yeah. 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 Stuff, yeah. yeah. Look, I got a bandana under my hat. <laughs> That's oh. right. Yes. <laughs> uh, don't be scared. It's a Mike Kelter Show Death Pool Update. Points. Beverly Cleary, author of children's books like Beezus and Ramona and The Mouse and the Motorcycle, died last week. She would have been 105 on wow. April 15th. So she was Ooh. 104 years old. She has passed away, giving points to Geo. Geo gets points. He gets 33 points for her because she was an original pick. Uh, he has three days remaining in a two-in-one week. Uh, things so the standings right now in very last place. Geo did not want him in the game. Is Pap Pap? <laughs> yeah, with seventy nine points. Spanish has ninety three points. Geo jumped up. He has one hundred and nineteen points. Carmen has one hundred and thirty one. Right on the heels of Mike Kelta, who has one hundred and thirty two points. Who's right on the heels of Tony Burton, who has one hundred and thirty six points. Who is right on the heels of me because I dropped ten points because of my. Uh, Called shot with uh, Prince Philip, who did not die. I have 147 points. So we're all very close to each other. Could be anybody's game, and we're only into uh, March, you know, coming four into the in. four months in. Yeah, so hopefully that broke the seal. We didn't have any uh, deaths for a little while, uh, but now uh, with this death, we'll see if it starts pumping out with some more. 
I'm going to put this out there, and you guys may disagree, but Judy Bloom greater than Beverly Cleary. Hmm. Yeah. I'll allow it. I know more Judy Bloom than I do Beverly Cleary. Me too. Yeah. And, uh, weren't Beezus and Ramona spinoffs or something else? Weren't they in another story? I don't know. I know they made a movie eventually. Then they, or Love maybe it. there was, there maybe there was a Ramona type character that was a spinoff of uh, of Judy Bloom books. Uh, Beverly clearly, former guest of the show, and died in the listening area, <laughs> and mm-hmm. was attacked by a wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, nope. and <laughs> murdered by no. Charlie Sheen. I, what, what is she worth? How many points? Thirty three. Thirty something. Like yeah. should have called your shot, man. Mm-hmm. There's no way to know when she was going to die. I mean, she's yeah, but you look at it, she's you know, 104. Yeah, yeah like, but yeah, I mean, you know, I shot on this one. I don't want to waste. Uh, you, can, you can only do it twice, right? Uh-oh. And you lose 10 points. So I got to, you know, got to pick. I your, do it yet? I don't even remember. Pick I your did. spot. I know. I missed mine. I told you, Dustin. Carmen. You shut your mouth. I told you. <laughs> you didn't listen. There would be like 600 points. I know. Trust me. I'm mad at myself. Uh, I do have issue with the one of Joe's picks coming up. Why? Why? Well. This week, we're supposed to have Doc Severinsen on the show. Oh. Has he been a guest in the past? Has he been whispering so. in Spanish's ear, hey, you should suggest Doc oh, Severinsen? Yeah. He, did, he did mention it when it came up because I did say out loud, we have an opportunity to get Doc Severinsen, and Joe was immediately like, yes, do it. Do it, Spanish. Cancel Doc Severinsen. I'm on that it. That changes yeah. the points yeah. if he's yes. on the show. Yeah. Come on. That's right. There is, Doc Severinsen or Kill Diamond Rare. In all honesty, there <laughs> is a, a scheduling conflict that we need to talk about yeah. for oh, Joe, Doc Severinsen on yep. Thursday. Yeah. Too bad. Oh, yeah, I don't like it. Nobody uh, wants to hear that, anyways. No, I don't want you in the game, Joe. <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, we have to do this. It's back. I need dough. This hour's phone bonus keyword is artist. Text artist to seven zero one two three before fifteen minutes past the top of the hour, and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks. bucks. Sponsored by Furman Ford. There you go. Good luck. Very I, first one. I'm looking at my list. How did I? I have some some that I took off already this year, like that I had on. I had Machine Gun Kelly on, but I took him off, and then I have been Marquee, but I took him off. But I do have. Um, like, how is Larry Storch still alive? Yeah. How is Mel Brooks still alive? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mel Brooks is a... Yeah, I'm glad he's still alive, but, man, is he way older than I thought he was. Yeah, uh, and I met him. His face is really yeah, old. Yeah, he looks really oh. not good. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like in his... What is he, 90-something? Yeah, 94. Yeah. Uh, one that I'm sad to say on your list that I think is probably going to go pretty soon, Mike, and I love him, is Bob Newhart. He's 91, oh. and every time I see him, he looks really rough. I, he's great, but I, I have a feeling he's going to go pretty soon. Sure. Uh, and then also, I have um, I have a lot of old people on here. And I have soul brother Kevin leaving the uh, station at some point. I think he's going to get a bigger job at a bigger market and go. So, I mean, what do you really want to talk to Doc Severinsen about? <laughs> <laughs> just, why don't you just leave him alone? If we're being honest, I mean, yeah. why don't you just let him be? What? Listen to me. I have a feeling if we talk to him, Joe's just going to be in the background. Ah! Trying to scare him. <laughs> when fantasy sports first came out, baseball was really the only fantasy, fo- uh, fantasy sport that everybody played. They weren't quite playing football yet. And there was an episode of Arliss. Remember Arliss? Oh, Arliss I love Arliss. Yeah. Sports agent uh, who was representing uh, different players and stuff, and he wanted to make a trade for a fantasy player, and his <laughs> yeah. guys would not trade his fantasy player, so Arliss traded him in real life, <laughs> to, traded him to a different team. So that's the way this game is running. If Joe was putting us in danger, 
mm-hmm. by making Doc Severinsen the guest of the show, we can manipulate that That's right. by canceling his appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Like it. Speaking of sports stuff, Mike, I was watching mm-hmm. again, watching the uh, Last Dance, Michael Jordan, the Bulls, just so because good. nothing else on, watch that, you know. Yeah. And they were talking about the whole shoe deal that he had. You know, Converse was the big shoe at the time. He actually wanted to go to Adidas. Adidas didn't really have the money. So he went to Nike because they had set up the thing, and he didn't even want to go. But his mom was like, they set up the meeting. You have to go and listen to them. So uh, the whole Air Jordan thing, they projected if they could make, sell $3 million that year, that would be great. The first year, they sold $138 million oh, worth of Jordan shoes. Can you imagine what that must have been like for them? Oh, they must have been losing their goddamn mind. They hit their $3 million in, in the first two months. Because oh. the one guy said, he goes, I was thinking, you're going to get, you know, and I think they gave him like $250,000 for the year for the endorsement, whatever. And he was like, you're giving this rookie who hasn't done anything $250,000? Yeah. Like it was out of it. He couldn't believe it. But then they had just come out. With the air stuff the, for the uh, Nike running shoes, because they were more of a running company. And they, the guy who's Michael's agent said, you know, Michael plays up in the air. So I thought Air Jordan was perfect since they have this new technology. And the guy was like, although Air Jordan is a pretty good name. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, we, and, and all the things that that was used for. Oh, yeah. I, I had a kid in my school who was like, you know, one of my 6'2". He had to be like 6'6". His name was Frank Jova. And he used to just dominate uh, at basketball because we didn't have a very large pool of, co- uh, you know, um, Catholic high school basketball teams. And when you got a guy that big that could dunk in his sophomore year, you mm-hmm. know, he was just crushing it. So every every time they played, he'd be in the back page of the news just dunking over three players. So they started calling him Jova. And we all had pictures of him in our lockers and all that. Like, uh. he, was the, he was the best. But, that, you know, he was a guy... Uh, that where that name just just all of a sudden you just were using air for everything after that. It was like the Ghostbuster symbol. How that became <laughs> right. something after Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know? Favorite air thing? Air Bud. Airwalks. Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it. Uh, by the way, another death. I don't think anybody had this guy. Do you know author Larry McMurty? Oh, Larry oh, McMurty. Man. He will be missed. You don't know him by name, but you probably know his work. He died last Thursday at age 84. Uh, his work inspired a lot of movies and TV shows, including HUD, The Last Picture Show, Lonesome Dove, and he also won an Oscar for co-writing the screenplay for Brokeback Mountain. Oh, oh okay. yeah, Larry McMurty. Oh, I got an idea I want to pitch you on. Two <laughs> gay cowboys. Yeah. That, the first time I was in the movie theater and that trailer came on, and he said, I wish I could quit you. I looked at a man and I go, we are getting punked right now. <laughs> no way. Which went on to be a fantastic movie. Yeah. It, it was really, uh, Brokeback Mountain was a was a great movie. Um, oh, I, I was something else you made me think of. Oh, I started watching The Sopranos again last night. Yeah. Just a random pickup in the middle of a season, you know. I forget. There's so much stuff in that show that I forget. But I'm, I'm realizing that. Uh, I will tell you in the list, in the order of the strength of characters, the number one acted character on that show is who? Number one acted character on that show. The number one performance by any actor on that show is who? Hmm. I have a list in my head. Uh, I can tell you that I thought that Polly did a fantastic job as uh, Bobby Bacala's father coming back to do the yeah. hit. I thought that was great, but are you talking about a main, char- main yeah. character on there? Yeah. Can I guess? Yeah. Can I get uh, Lorraine Bracco? No, she is, she is uh, very good. And, you know, I forget that she had 
in the early seasons a battle with alcoholism. And see, I watch this show now differently than I did when I was younger because the younger I just want to see people get whacked and stuff. Yeah. But now I watch it, and Lorraine Bracco plays a therapist who is obsessed with Tony Soprano. And you don't really realize that when you watch it the first time. That her psychiatrist is telling her to get rid of him right. because he is bad for her, and she's like, "No, Toodle-o. I don't. I don't want to let him go because I don't feel like he's ready yet." But the truth is that she was obsessed with him, and she was an alcoholic. I totally forgot all of that stuff. Like you watch it now, you start to see all the other stuff. A couple of weeks ago, I watched. Uh, I was watching a couple of episodes. I was surprised because it had been a while. How old the like the show looks, like the oh, actual yeah. quality of the yeah. show, and the size of their monitors. Yeah, their monitors. Uh, uh, I thought Furio is great. Furio is great. I will give you what I was thinking, and oh, I will yeah. tell you: the number one, the best actor on that whole show is Livia Soprano. The mother. Oh, she oh yeah. Unbelievable. Delivers that. Because uh, she makes you hate her oh, so much. My, you hate her, and she's, what? What did I do? Yeah. Well, oh, my God. She's total Italian mother. And then uh, I really miss, I, I watched some of the episodes that were more geared around Uncle June. He is a fin- fantastic yeah. actor. I mean, he really plays that part because he's like a <laughs> lost old man. What's that whistle? Can you, yeah. can you hear that whistle? He's a lost old man, but then every once in a while... He gets a glimpse of I'm the boss of this family. Right, right. Yeah, the yeah. boss. You and know, you see he, him stand up straighter. Yep. Yeah, that, yep. oh, it's so funny. Yeah, didn't they? That because she, the actress, died, and they siege, they horrible like CGI yes. her into the episodes well, like the following season. So they had her. They uh, opened up at her funeral. Yeah, but then they had to tie up some loose ends, so they CGI her face. Yeah. But it wasn't that much. I, but I remember it was really bad because they hadn't. I don't think they were doing that really at the time. They they what they did was they took scenes that they had shot already, and yeah. then they superimposed her head over the other one. So right. it wasn't so much a CGI because now they could just make anybody say anything. Right. That that video that I made of Carmen with the Harley Quinn thing, amazing. Is, That's and it's nothing more than me just. Picking her picture and then the app does it all by itself. Awesome, but it it really came off phenomenal. I did one with you last night that I, it was great. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know what the movie was. Maybe the Pokemon. I don't know. It was one of those where Jim Carrey was the villain with a mustache. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, your face fit perfectly on his face. Uh, it's it funny that you say that because uh, Carisha made one of me as Ace Ventura, the yeah. second Ace Ventura, and I was like, "This is scary." Yeah, uh, it's it's weird because certain like my son. His face fits on everybody, and you can't tell the difference. It just looks like everybody else's face. So, uh, it's uh, I I I think that I may have to find time to start over with The Sopranos and watch from the beginning to the end. I think that Saints in Newark is going to bring a lot of people back to Sopranos. It certainly will, but I think the movie's still going to yeah, yeah. still going to uh, hold strong on that. Though. Two things: one, whenever you go back and watch The Sopranos, you see characters that became regular characters later on in earlier episodes where they're just like Vito was to the guy that was yeah. in the uh, pastry shop whenever Christopher got mad because the guy wasn't picking him and he yeah. shot the guy and stuff. Vito, he told Vito to get out of there and it was just a, he was just a guy yep. like waiting to get stuff. Uh, also, speaking of Ace Ventura Spanish, Ventura. You know his <laughs> landlord? Yeah. Do you know who that is? No. From Break- Breaking Bad, the oh, bell yeah. in the oh. wheelchair. Oh my That's him. God. Yeah. yeah. To the yeah. yeah. I Ventura. hear animals in there, Ventura, scratching around. <laughs> That's him. That's him with the uh. little bell. Uh, so Sharon Osbourne is out at the talk, according to the officials Aww. at CBS statement. It was her decision. The network also said that it did not set her up to take a fall during the racism discussion that, all, that started all of this. Uh, Sharon claims they did set her up, though. No. I don't know. I don't know what to even think. I don't know what you can say anymore. You're certainly not allowed 
allowed to even express your opinion about anything. There are a lot of times in the show I give my opinion, and two weeks later I go, "Oh yeah, I was way wrong on that." Mm. You're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to give your opinion and then come back and say I was wrong. You're not allowed to give your opinion and go, "Hi, I was right." I don't. I have no idea what to do and what to say. So it's crazy. I'll miss you guys when we get fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Woody Allen says all the actors who refuse to work with him because of allegations that he molested his daughter Dylan are quote well-meaning but foolish, and they're just helping to perpetuate the lie that uh, he's guilty. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. There's enough other things around him. If he didn't molest his own uh, daughter, there's enough other creepy things about um, Woody Allen we'd want to stay Would away. you say that Woody Allen is an iconic director? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. So how hard does it have to be if you're offered a part in his movie to now have to be like, I have to turn it down because of all this stuff? Or how hard is it for... Woody Allen to cast somebody in his movie that's been talking crap about him forever. Oh. Woody Allen putting Andrew Dice Clay in that movie was like, you know Andrew Dice Clay has just been like, hey, Woody Allen's goddamn chum, listen. And he's like, yeah, I'll be in your movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't think about that. And he was great in it. And he was great in it, and you know that they must have had to have some sort of relationship in order to get him to be that good in the movie. And I, I do think about that, because Andrew Dice Clay was a, is, is a pretty good actor, um, he has a part that he plays, but he's a pretty good at playing that one part. And uh, him and Woody Allen had to have that relationship, and he had to go back on everything that he said about Woody Allen. And Woody Allen had to put all that stuff in the back of his mind for the sake of making a movie. That's got it. That's pretty. That's got to be weird. Yeah. yeah, Woody Allen does not have a Funko Pop. Not an icon. No, no. <laughs> but you know what? Dirty Dancing does. Yeah, somebody yeah. sent it to me. Yeah, yeah. I was unaware. Well, I guess it'll be here <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> I'm gonna start a. Uh, I'm going to start one of those um, Amazon wish lists. Yeah, yeah might as well. Oh, just, when I say something funny, you send me a phone call. <laughs> what? Send me some oil. <laughs> and we'll open them all during the show. Yes. Uh, so Chet Hanks, the son of, I'm sure, a very disappointed Tom Hanks, <laughs> has predicted a, quote, yeah. white boy summer in recent social media posts. I'll let Chet uh, explain oh, exactly what that is. We have uh, some video up on Bone TV as well. Here's Chet. Take a listen to this. Hey guys, um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. I just got this feeling, man. Tap in. Um, that this summer is, uh, it's about to be a white boy summer. You know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm talking about, you know, you know, me, um, John B. Who? Jack Harlow type white boy summer. You know what I mean? Let me know if you guys, uh, can vibe with that. And, uh, Get ready, you know, because I am. Apparently, a lot of people couldn't jive with that. A lot of people on social media are making fun of him. And Well, uh, let me tell you, Jack Harlow is a great rapper. No joke. Okay? Yeah. I know this because of my son. Jack Harlow is really good. I don't know John B. There John, was B. John B. When is we, were, when we were younger. An uh, English DJ and electri- uh, electronic music producer. And I don't know anything by, by uh, Chet Hanks, although I know he does rap. But I will tell you, a simple uh, search... On Twitter, users of Chet Hanks brings up White Boy Summer. It brings up, there's one uh, name called Me, John B., and Jack Harlow. <laughs> there is Chet Hanks Updates, which I think I'm going to start to follow right yeah. now. Uh, yeah, this guy is on a a rocket to disaster. He's had problems before. He's just, he's he's the one. He's the black sheep. You remember what he was in the news last for, right? No, I do not. Because yeah. he was speaking uh, slang and patois of a Caribbean nature, and mm-hmm. he was saying, don't, don't diss him because of his patois and his slang, because that's how he talks. 
Uh, I don't know why he would have a patois. Me either. From Orange because, County. Right. Yeah, <laughs> putting it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. Um, and then, uh, do we have any Chet Hanks music that we can play? <laughs> I don't think so. I would imagine it would not be fit for radio, <laughs> right, but we yeah. should try and listen to a little of it. Let me take a uh, look and. See. But I don't think he raps under Chet Hanks, does he? Doesn't he have another name? Oh, there is Chet Hanks. Oh, I don't know about this though. <laughs> no, it's like his. It, I think it's just his playlist, like songs that he oh. likes. Yeah, that doesn't make any but sense. But I know he does rap, right? Does he rap? I thought he did, like, he made beats. No, he raps. I don't know. I don't know. His real name is Chester, though. I think that's awesome. Aw, nerd. (laughs) Now, he is not Rita Wilson's kid, or he is? Well, he may be Rita Wilson's kid, but the other one. He is. He is a Rita Wilson. The more successful Hank son. Colin Hank. Colin is from a a prior marriage. He looks just like his dad. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That kid really rolled the dice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, Michael Jordan's son ain't playing in the NBA. He tried. Yeah, he went to UCF, and he sorry, was like, eh, sorry, even, you're so bad that even with Michael Jordan's name, we're not letting you play in the <laughs> NBA. Uh, but Tom Hanks's kids, like, no, I think I could do this. And same thing with Clint Eastwood's kids. They're like, eh, we're not going to expect to be the fathers, but we'll take a shot at it. Clint Eastwood's kids, though, his son looks just like he's a very handsome man. Uh, can I point out yeah. that uh, so Chad Hanks is the uh, son of. Uh, Tom Hanks and what's her name, Rita Wilson. Right. And then Colin Hanks is Tom Hanks and Samantha Lewis or Lewis. Yeah. And they have a picture of Rita Wilson and Samantha Lewis. Like, oh. how mad are you? You're an actress and they have a picture of Rita Wilson. You're like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I don't even know who she is. And now I, I can't tell because it has a picture of Rita Wilson. It seems like he's been married to Rita Wilson forever. Yeah, right. I didn't know that there was another wife until one day when I had to look up to find out who the hell Chet Hanks was. Uh, uh, another rapper that is in the news is Lil Nas X. He put out a video where he uh, seduces Satan mm-hmm. and then announces what? that he is releasing a line of Nike shoes that include a drop of human blood in the oh. ink. You know what Nike said? What? Yeah. Nike says they have no idea what he's talking about. That they're not involved in these shoes at all. Because whenever I first read this, I was like, I don't think Nike's putting human blood in their ink. And then it comes out, they have no idea what Lil Nas X is talking about. No. By the way, Lil can Nas we... Lil Nas X is a good little marketer. That's yeah. all can we, can we let him go? He had one song? No, his other... The new song is good. Panini was good, too. Panini? Panini I know was his song. second song. Really? Carmen said... Mm. First song, well, it wasn't Old Town Road. It was Old Town Road. Right, then which Panini was the huge, out. huge, huge hit. Yeah. I don't and, know. I've never heard Panini, but that doesn't mean that it's not Play it. You, probably, you might have heard it if you play it. And then the new one, the new one I listened to this weekend, it was pretty decent. Really? Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's not like, you know, you, you're not going to strike twice with with. Can I play Road. this? It doesn't say explicit. So Panini? I just, yeah. I don't remember. So far, no, I have not heard this. We'll let it play a little, because right. it was pretty popular. Hey, Panini, don't you be a meanie. Thought you wanted me to go, or why you trying to keep me teeny? I, it's a dreamy. Wished it on a genie. I got fans finally. I don't know where else to go. Yeah, so. also, no, and you can't rhyme Panini with meanie. Like, I know that that rhymes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's your first rhyme. Hey, Panini, well, Panini, don't be a meanie. He had weenie first, and he had a change. <laughs> go, go down and play the new song. What is the new song? Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Is that it? Mm-mm. I have to hear it. I don't know. 
It's the single that no, he's been teasing since last July. Uh, yeah, I can't play that. Yeah, well, whatever. I listened to it, and that was pretty good. Well, I can tell you that uh, Old Town Road has 1,143,493,243 streams. Old Town Road's a good song. Uh, and then Panini has uh, 542,000,000, which, you know, n- not a knock, but holy cow, yeah. $1 billion. Uh, uh, Panini, um, Old Town Road is good. Jack Harlow is really good, and I just got a text that John B. is the John B. that I thought. Remember John B. from the 90s? He, he smoothed out in a white tank top. He was a white guy singing R&B, and girls loved him. No. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how he fits in today in 2021, but I guess... Uh, he is out. 43 years old, so that would... Uh, He's probably just friends with... What's-his-face? Chet? I don't know. <laughs> I mean... Chet Hayes is his rap name, by the way. Oh. Chet Hayes, that yeah. is it. Do you have any Chet Hayes we might be able to enjoy together? Let's see. Hayes with can a we, Z, by the way. Can we just, of course. I, I mean, I assume that's Spanish. <laughs> is there any yeah. way that Tom Hanks is like, oh, let's go enjoy some of Chet's music? Uh, uh, you never know. This is a song called Do It Better that has 15,000 listens. Okay. 15,000? Yeah. Uh, his next biggest in, one has 7,000. He's in trouble and nobody even listen to his music. <laughs> uh, it does not say explicit, so we'll give okay. it a shot. And here's uh, Chad Hayes. Yeah. You know what it is. You know what it is. I'm going to be original. I'm going to start my rap song with no. No. Uh, let's go. I heard all about you. Everybody say you're trouble. Everybody seem to love you. Yeah. I can't get enough of that. Yeah. And I think I'm up for that. Yeah. I need a couple cups of that. But me and you, we just trust a match. Yeah. The floor, you break it down, you bring it up, you touch it tall. I gotta tell you, that's way better than Panini. You were the baddest girl around, and you let everybody know. Heat, you on fire, you got that swag, you got that glow. You- I like it. Dude, I just imagine Tom Hanks puts this on in the car with Rita, and they drive for about 20 seconds, and he just turns on and goes, I was goddamn Forrest Gump. What is this? What is this, the crap that my son is making? Uh, it's hard. It's be hard to fake that you, oh. that you like your son's music. Oh. My son drew me uh, a picture the other day. He drew a picture, and I loved it. And I go, oh, my God, that is a then he went and drew another one because I liked it so much. I put them in frames. Wow. They came out great. In fact, one of them I want to show you I think you'll dig. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they came out great. That I'm definitely proud of. The ones that you're not, you're like, oh, uh, no. And then you just slide <laughs> them into the door or somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally in news, Ultimate Guitar surveyed its readers and came up with a list of the 25 best albums of the 1980s. Oh, boy. So I will tell you it's the 80s and it skews a little more rock than uh, other stuff. So I have the uh, top ten here. You said albums, Galvin? Yeah, ultimate albums. Can you tell me what it is again? Because while you were saying that, I got a text that Rita Wilson has done some rapping in her day. No. Oh, yeah. Remember she did OPP. She was uh, rapping to that in the video, and she knew all the words and stuff. I forgot about that. Uh, It is Ultimate Guitar. They surveyed their readers and came up with the list of the 25 best albums of the 1980s. Ultimate guitar, so I'm gonna have to say uh, 1984. It's rock stuff. 1984. Van Halen. Yep. Better believe it. Comes in number ten. Uh, I'm gonna say Appetite for Destruction. Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. That actually comes in at number two. 
two. Yeah. What was better than that? Hell's uh, Bells. ACDC's Back in Black. Oh. ACDC's Back in Black comes in at, let's see, number three. Comes in at number three. What was better than both of those? 80s. Metallica? Which one was... Uh, oh, what a, what's going on? Why I mean, is this calling Jenna? What is uh, happening? What, what did we say? On? I don't know. My my phone started calling <laughs> Jenna. Who's Jenna? Uh, my sister-in-law's oh. friend. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, hold on. Gio, what did you say? Metallica. Number one. Ooh. Astro yeah. Puppets. Uh, some of the other ones on the list, you had uh, Spanish, you'll like this, coming in number nine, Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits. Ooh, Hell yeah. yeah. That was a good album. Number Hell eight yeah. is Prince, Purple Rain. Number seven, Michael Jackson Thriller. Coming in at number seven, yeah. For guitar rock? No, no, well, it doesn't say necessarily guitar rock. It just says the ultimate guitar readers were surveyed, oh. and they picked the best 25 albums. Uh, number six is Ozzy Osbourne, Blizzard of Oz. Number five, Moving Pictures by Rush. Oh, number you two in there? Nope. Number four, The Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. And then, we, of course, we had ACDC at number three, Back in Black. Number two, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. And number one, Master of Puppets. I tried, to get, I tried to get my wife to listen to Black in the other day. Yeah. She just she doesn't like hate Metallica like where I where she gets mad, it makes her nervous. <laughs> I just can't it makes me nervous. It gives me anxiety. I can't listen to it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I me too. You like the slower stuff that's not so heavy? I don't think she likes it at all. Yeah. But um I like to listen to the heavy stuff and she cannot understand. <laughs> Ever listen to this? A little slower. Welcome home, sanitarium. Mm. I just don't think she gets it. Didn't they do an album with an orchestra? Yes. yes. It, it is. Awesome. Yeah. She doesn't like any of that? Nope. Uh, but it's more into the White Boy Summer. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Limp Biscuit has a cover of this song. Really? They did for a, a Metallica like icon tribute yeah. show. Awesome. And it's fantastic. <laughs> you know what I listened to yesterday? It was a cover that I forgot existed. Was the Mighty Boss Tones doing uh, Detroit Rock City? Oh, I really? That was great. It is great. Yeah. It is really great. I, 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 for some reason, oh, so God, remember you, know, you said No Doubt before. Yeah. Um, for some reason, it popped up in a video. It was Sublime. What was that dude's name? was dead from Sublime. Uh, Bradley Noel. Brad. Yeah. Oh. So Brad was up there. They were live somewhere, and he goes, uh, coming up to join us next is going to be um, Gwen Stefani from No Doubt. Oh my God! She came up there and just sang her ass off with him, and it was it was he, he just killed. She looked so hot. Yeah, she's definitely one of the hottest creatures ever. I 100 percent agree with you. Yeah. Uh, but then the next video was uh, someday I suppose the old Mighty Mighty Bosses songs. I totally forgot about that song, and I started watching the video. And I said to my wife, I go, this is a perfect example of how things never go as planned. Here is Dickie from the Boston's who they were, like, in school, then they had a band, then they were famous for the band, and for the past 15 years, he's been the voice guy for Jimmy Kimmel. Like, how does that work? Damn, like, yeah. Uh, the rest of the Boston's are like, what do we do? <laughs> you know? We're not so mighty anymore. I think that old that old Sublime stuff was before No Doubt had before, broke. Yeah, for sure. It was when they were just doing, uh, like, they were, like, probably popular in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, and yeah, nowhere yeah. Else. And she looked so hot, but she could sing. So young. Yeah. Yeah. Champion, yeah. Uh, here is uh, Mighty Buddy Boston's doing Detroit Rock City. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, this is really you good. Oh, this is, it's got a message from Gene Simmons <laughs> on there. <laughs> but it's the horns that get When he said he was going to be a singer, they had to have been like, really, singer? Someday, I suppose. Yeah, I think we really forget uh, what a good song this is. I don't. Sometimes when I don't hear a song for a while, I forget that it exists. Yeah. It, oh yeah, that's it, a great song. That's every totally. once in a while. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, take a break. We'll let the Boston's take us to break, and uh, hopefully we'll have a winner announced when we come back for the $1,000. Another opportunity for win coming up at 10 o'clock next. It is the bon- bonus cash giveaway. We're doing them every once in a while. It's more opportunity. This is our stimmy package for you. Uh, <laughs> give you an opportunity to win that. This is a little Boston's taking us to break. It's a Mike Calta show. This is 102.5 The Bone. Some weird cover version. Are you guys listening anymore? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah. I'm sitting here. I was at the edge of my seat going, I don't know what's happening. That, but that's on, their, that's on their thing. It's like on the uh, on the best of. How about we play it when we come back? Uh, hold on. No, now oh. I got to play it. <laughs> oh. All right. We're well, in it now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous. Boss Fine. Tones. Mighty, what? mighty. Two mighties. Mm. <laughs> As soon as I started playing, I go, that can't be right. Galvin Mood. <laughs> Can I tell you why you're looking that up? There's nothing appealing to me about Godzilla vs. King Kong. Really? What? No. Zero. Oh. I'm oh, gonna, yeah, I yeah. want to watch it. But I really like Pacific Rim. I love giants fighting oh, each other. Like, uh, last night, I had Battleship was on. Uh, the, uh, that movie's not so good. No, but Rihanna. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just turned it on for a second. There was they were. I was trying. I was like, "Who's the villain in this?" And it's some alien. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have it now. I'm ready to go. Not a weird God, ska version. Godzilla <laughs> and uh, and King Kong. It's just two fake. Yeah. Two two yeah. CGI. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go see it in the theater, yeah. but I'm excited I can watch it at home yeah. on a Friday night. Uh, well, I'll wait for one of you guys to tell me, oh, you yeah. should watch it. Okay. And look, I'm sure it's look awesome on your theater yeah. upstairs. And sound. I'm and Mortal Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Snyder Cut. No, that's <laughs> garbage. Watch that. Uh, there, this is it's a ska good. song, Galvin, so you will get No, the, I know, uh, but yeah. that was the uh, some other ska cover thing. I don't know. All right, we'll let that take us to break. Now, little Mighty Mighty Boss Tony. So Mike Cal, the show, this is 102.5 The Bone. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> it all starts out slow like that. You got to throw it forward a little. Is this the song? This is it, yeah. It kicks in. I said I'd never leave her if I did. 
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.